Untold Physio Stories is part of the all-new PT Podcast Network. Find a new favorite podcast by an amazing PT content creator at ptpodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Untold Physio Stories Podcast, your perfect commute resource with physio failures, successes, interesting cases, and more from the physio and rehab world with your host, Drs. Andrew Rothschild and Urson Religioso. The future of medical documentation is here and it's revolutionizing the way we record patient visits. Introducing Comprehend PT, the groundbreaking HIPAA-compliant AI scribe designed specifically for physical therapists. Imagine a world where the dialogue between PTs and patients is interpreted by AI into precise, real-time medical notes without lifting a pen or tapping a keyboard. Comprehend PT does just that, allowing healthcare professionals to stay engaged with patients rather than buried in documentation. Boost your efficiency, reduce claim denials, and liberate yourself from the burdens of manual note-taking with Comprehend PT. Join the revolution now at ComprehendPT.com. Untold Physio Stories listeners get 50% off their first month with code MMT50, and there's a free trial available. Sign up now. I use it every day in the clinic for virtual and live visits. I just speak to the patient, and at the end, hit Comprehend and a soap note's generated. I love it, and you will too. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories. We're back with another asynchronous episode. This time I'm talking about a recent lumbar case. This is a patient I've seen on and off for about two to four visits at a time over the course of the last two years. He's had chronic back pain for probably over 15 years, uh, mostly radiates down his leg. He works um, a couple part-time jobs. His family owns a local chicken barbecue place, so he's always... Uh, delivering um, or standing around uh, grilling quite a bit or cooking huge vats of salt potatoes, if you guys know what those are. Uh, deadly for the waistline. Crazy amount of salt. Um, and also he delivers newspapers. So a lot of time is spent sitting. When he gets up and walks around, he has left-sided low back pain, rating all the way down into his leg. He's gotten a couple of injections into his spine, um, and none of them have helped. Um, and he's actually gotten more, more than two or three, even though none of them helped. And the last one, he actually got worse afterward. So upon initially evaluating him a couple years ago, he looked laterally shifted to the right away from the pain. He was, uh, helped significantly, but not, uh, wasn't abolished completely with a lot of side glides frequent changes in position. Um, I think he had to also do some posterior chain strengthening. Uh, so he returned to me this year after being, you know, mostly compliant um, with a lot of his stuff. He'd also put on weight, stopped working out. Um, so I tried to get him back to just general workouts. But anyway, coming back this year, similar presentation, not really resolved. I thought it had resolved after uh, three or four visits, because he just stopped coming and told me he was better. But it turns out that he was only maybe about 70, 80% better. So he still gets par a lot of paresthesia in his calf and a ton of foot pain. So he was complaining more about the foot pain in general this time. And I had thought that he was really talking about radiating pain. But 
he tells me he mentioned this last time, but I went back and checked in the records. He did not. It turns out he has significant metatarsalgia. So this metatarsalgia um, either is uh, standard metatarsalgia or a neuroma. He wasn't quite uh, positive for like a neuroma squeeze test. I don't even know if that's really um, indicative of ha having a neuroma, but he definitely had a lot of point tenderness between his second and third metatarsals on the plantar aspect of the same foot, the side that he has antalgic gait and a difficulty loading. Uh, so I told him about the um, the spacers, or no, I'm sorry, not the spacers. He actually tried toe spacers and they didn't work um, completely. They did relieve some pain, but they kept on falling out. So I told him about the solution that I ended up using <clears throat> that helped my uh, severe metatarsalgia uh, to the point where I was able to start running again. My metatarsalgia was so bad that if I saw if I saw someone walking on stones, I was definitely centrally sensitized, I would get nauseous. Or if I saw my kids walking around barefoot around the pool, I would get nauseous. So I uh, found these little gel inserts that went around your toe, and um, I started wearing those in my socks. The problem is the little loop that would irritate, that was like a, it was like a ring that was um, attached to the disc and it would go around your, um, your second toe. Uh, that would actually irritate the skin of my toe and it would often break. So I found a better solution that are kind of sewed into like these mini, they're not really socks, but they're kind of rings that go around all of your, like the dorsal aspect and the plantar aspect. It's a cloth, but it actually has that, that, um, gel pad sewn in and you could just wear those all day underneath your socks so that they stay put and it um so i told him about those after wearing those for about maybe three to four months i was pretty much 100 percent better but i was kind of scared to take them off and for several years so he tried those ordered them from my store and his gait was significantly improved and i think that was really the the key to making the side glides and the improvements in the posterior chain and lateral chain stick, is that it didn't really matter how many side glides he did, is if every time he was walking, he had a significant antalgic gait and significant pain in his metatarsals or his, um, his neuroma. So after kind of cushioning that, he was able to walk without unloading and reversing all those side glides he was doing. And that was, the again, the key to um, having him empty his cup faster than he can fill it up. What do you think about that, Andrew? Hey, Erson. Well, another interesting case as usual. You do definitely seem to get more interesting ones than I do, or at least remember them better than I do. Um, but I, I think I don't know if you've told your story about your metatarsalgia. You probably have, but I don't remember you going into the um, the details like you did uh, mentioning in passing in this episode with your sort of own central sensitization with feeling sort of nauseous. Um, seeing like your kids even walk barefoot on the pool or seeing people walk on stones. Um, that's really interesting. You have, to look, you have to look back in the archives and see if you've discussed that. And if not, we should definitely get into that. But uh, to the patient at hand, uh, certainly really interesting um, with you know, the, the lack of progress with side glides and the sort of the coincidental nature of having metatarsalgia on that side. And it, I think it speaks to a larger um, issue as well um, that clinicians can apply to, you know, all of our patients that what are, you know, habits, behaviors, um, lifestyle factors, what have you, postures, movements uh, that your patient is doing when they're not with us 
that could be con potentially contributing to their um, a their their sort of repetitive stress condition, keeping a a situation irritated, or not allowing our interventions to be maybe as um, successful as they might be. And sometimes that's going to take some investigation, some questioning, certainly observing things when they're with us. Um, but it's hard because if you only see your patients, you know, one, two hours a week, maybe, um, that's 166 hours in the week that they're not with us. And so they might be doing things, even if we've discussed it with them, um, and then the idea of, for example, like someone with a gluteal tendinopathy trying to, especially if they have a habitual pattern of wanting to sit with their legs crossed, for example, like, like many women want to, that can be some, a position that tends to maybe keep that tissue irritated or has the potential to, or a greater potential to keep things irritated. So it's hard when it's such a habitual thing and they don't get, you don't get immediate feedback um, from a symptom standpoint. So you have to come up with certain strategies uh, potentially to help uh, mitigate that. Um, but this was an example, like I said, if it, if, it, if it hadn't been hurting in his foot, but he had still been doing some sort of accommodation, um, compensating in some way, how much longer might that have gone on for? The fact that it started to become painful uh, in and of itself ended up being a good thing because it would be something that could be addressed that certainly may have had an effect higher up the chain into the lumbar spine um, from that repetitive antalgic gait that was sort of abnormally loading, you know, sensitive tissue. So doing a, a relatively simple intervention with sort of the metatarsal um, with, with the toe spacer cushion thing made a huge difference in um, the success of the cyglide intervention, which otherwise would have been probably more successful. Um, so again, a really interesting uh, certainly something to consider, you know, looking at these different things, asking, sometimes it maybe just takes asking patients questions. Sometimes it's hard because you don't want to get into all your patients' aches and pains because it can get very drawn out and sometimes not connected. Um, but at some point, sometimes it may be related, um, especially if you're not having the, the results that you would expect uh, from the intervention that you're doing. All right, thanks again for another great case, Urson, and hopefully we'll talk uh, in person soon. Thanks for commenting, Andrew. Always insightful as always. And uh, I don't know if I have better memory about my cases. Maybe yours are like dreams. Maybe you actually are having really interesting patients, but you can't remember them the next day. Anyway, if you guys liked this episode, please make sure to comment on social media, rate Untold Physio Stories five stars, especially on Spotify and iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Hit that subscribe button and please share Untold Physio Stories with your friends and colleagues. And as always, you guys have a great day and a wonderful Christmas season.